0: Hey, what's good people? There you are. There's a camera. (laughs) This is the option podcast. This is episode 194. I don't know, maybe this is Nora Darhar. (laughs) (laughs) And all right, buckle up people. The episode starts right now. What's good, Nora?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Long, long night, but no regrets. I'm <laughs> just I'm just here. I'm just chilling, chilling with you, you and your you and your little mink, yeah. looking, looking <laughs> like you're rocking a, 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 a Arnold Skazi <laughs> fur or something like that. <laughs> I'm
1: always cold. So <laughs> I like all Moroccans. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we be, before we got on the show, we were actually talking about like uh, the previous episode, Travis, we were, we were saying, um, Matt Prosser had like Ali newcomer of the year and, mm-hmm. and it threw all of us like for a loop because you know, right, you you some you associate newcomer with like a young exactly.
1: You're like you know, person you haven't seen on yeah. any tour before. But. And I,
0: I do remember me saying actually, let's record for a little bit. Let's run this. Let's, let's see who see who hooks it. Um, yeah, I do remember saying like San is nice cuz like Ricardo is different because when Ricardo doesn't want to talk to you, he pretends he doesn't speak English. <laughs> oh and is I he, like and I like I that? like lit him up. I called him out. I'm like, "Guys, he speaks the Queen's English, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He don't need no translator. You could just get that, get that get that app. Get that app for 4.99. We good, you know? But but San is um on his worst day, courteous. On his on his best day, he's just pleasant. He just seemed like a nice guy to be around. Billy Allen, you know, nice guy for a nice guy. Yeah,
1: right? I don't know him personally, but I know yeah. who he
0: is. Yeah. yeah, sorry, let's get you some volume. Can't have me talking louder than you. <laughs> so we were, well, um... let's switch it. I like to switch it. I like to be on the left. To the, the left. Right. There you go. <laughs> to the left. Boom. So we were talking about your childhood, like, I was talking about my um, my daughter just kind of like finding her own way mm. where she has this singular sport, but you, um, I think your parents encourage you to like play everything, right?
1: Yeah, until it got too much. I liked it too much. I was hyperactive, still kind of am, but even more, and uh, both my parents are in the sports world. My mom is a PE teacher in a French school in Morocco, and my dad is a professional athlete, used to be a professional runner, and run with a legend like uh, Hicham el Guerrouj, which is... Uh, one of the most famous athletes in Morocco. He won the Olympics and everything. And then after that, he switched to Equestrian, where he won the national championship seven times and was in the national team for years and even represented the princess of Morocco, who was the director of the federation at the time. So they're both in the sports. They wanted me to play sports. But (laughs) one or two I end up playing so many that they had to actually cut back on my sports or like... Like they had tell me, like, okay, if your little grades get too low, we'll take off of sports because I was just much more interested in playing sport than anything else, including school. And they even like try to put me in piano or guitar to be like, Okay, let's like <laughs> it's way too much sports, so let's do something a bit more calm. Mm-hmm. That did not work, let me tell you. <laughs> I could not be sitting down for like more than thirty minutes not happening.
0: Yeah, well, good for you. Because like in California, like we, when we make our kid play a sport and an instrument, we're probably parents that don't want to hang out with our kids. It's like, <laughs> don't you have oh. something to do get out of here. Yeah, I see my
1: dad was like, play the country. Uh, I'd have like two weeks of uh, holidays from school. Yeah. He would wake me up super early in the morning. He's the most dedicated athlete I've ever met. And I'm very thankful for that. Because that's like, he's the reason why I'm the athlete I am today. Uh, but he wake me up super early to go ride with him and will make me ride multiple horses that he's supposed to be training, but he's like also teaching me how to ride, and I'd have to spend the whole day there. Like, mm-hmm. So i to spend a lot of time with my dad when I'm on holidays, and my mom would be like, she needs to be home and do her homework, and my dad would be like, no, we have a competition, she needs to come with me. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that was fun. And it's also very uh, unusual from like kids in Morocco. It changed a little bit since, but when I grew up, sports was not something that kids like did often, and definitely not, like, uh, little girls. Right. Guys, yes, everybody plays soccer in Morocco with anything. Like, they'll put rocks as, a, as like, a, you know, the, what is it called in English? The the, the basket in the back? I don't know, like, the, oh, the, yeah. the, the, the goal, the goal. Right. <laughs> Same thing in French, but uh, they put rocks and they just have a ball and everybody plays in the street, on the beach, etc. But as little girls now, like, I remember even, like, in high school, middle school, girls been like, I can't do P.E., I just did my nails, like... Yeah, it's it was really yeah. not common for hmm. for a girl at my age to do that many sports.
0: But I will say this when your daddy's little girl, you're playing sports. Mm-hmm. Right, daddy, was daddy's, their, little <laughs> da- daddy's little guys where's my camera daddy's little girls don't 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 do their nail and play with barbie oh balls. my daddy's, god my dad daddy's would have been so mad will climb up a tree <laughs> I still don't do my nails fall <laughs> out the tree and she's like daddy i yeah. fell out the tree and she and dad's like go throw some dirt on yourself exactly walk it off you so know?
1: i would fall from horses not the trees and let me tell yeah. you i almost died when i was 14 oh and yeah my dad was still tough He'd be like i'll fall from the horse but like get back up and then mm. until the day, actually, was he was like, "Oh, I think something's wrong with you. Let's go to the hospital." <laughs> Jeez, but yeah, yeah, it was yeah. It's been, <laughs> but he told me to be rough, and if he didn't, I wouldn't be here today. Definitely not here in California today.
0: Well, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, so I'm not gonna say I had the same kind of environment that you had. But as far as mental toughness and and <laughs> nobody cares. where Carter, right? Exactly. That's actually, exactly this how is the, it I wore is. the wrong shirt. I meant I had another shirt called "Life's Tough, Get a Helmet."
1: Yeah, that was yeah. the one. That I need, yeah, not I, just a helmet. Uh, like I need to be yeah. bubble wrapped. <laughs> I
0: know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all over off the horse
1: because <laughs> it's every month. is like, or every week, just, like, let's go. <laughs> just
0: picture that. So yeah, you you badminton. I'm going through the list: track and field, gymnastics, um, and horse horse riding is one of the things that you seem to have liked. Um, yeah, earlier on, I was actually
1: right? better at all of the sports mm-hmm. than volleyball, mm-hmm. um, but every time I try to actually. Play those sports at a higher level, something happened. Um, <clears throat> I started with gymnastics. Uh, my parents didn't let me go to Belgium to a center to like become, I wanted to be a gymnast. Like that was, I, when I was little, could walk, I was do gymnastics in the house. My mom would go crazy. Uh, but my mom is also a gymnastics teacher and um, the PE, like a, Extra, extra, extra yeah. I cannot say that word in right. English. Thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, English is hard. I'm saying That's it in English, is hard enough, so it's dude.
1: hard. If there are things that I'm still like, uh, no. I can't pronounce it that That's not even um,
0: English. Extracurricular. Who made up that word? Extracurricular activity.
1: Extracurricular. Who, who made up that word? <laughs> no, no, it's hard.
0: <laughs> no. But, um, why don't you just say activities? Why, why do I gotta say extracurricular? Yeah. And then, Dan, what were we talking about,
1: dude? I can say it. So. Oh, good. But anyway.
0: Save three yeah. times really fast. Extra curricula, extra curricula, <laughs> extra really curricula. No, it's still not going to work for me. It's too hard. <laughs> no, continue. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. yeah.
1: But um, so, yeah. So my parents let me become a gymnast, which I'm kind of thankful for today because it's a tough life. Um, and then I was too young, like way too young. And then uh, I tried to be a track and field runner. And then I had a horse accident and missed my tryout. And I was actually really good. My times were really, really good with no practice. And I think it's because of my dad, like just my genes um and then i just like stumbled on volleyball i was forced to actually play volleyball in high school by my teacher who knew i was good at other sports i was like you're gonna play volleyball i was like sure and my mom was like oh yeah she'll be good at that i was like i don't know i don't want to play that sport what is that like i didn't even yeah. know what like we don't know what volleyball is at that age <laughs> like, like in morocco we didn't even have court, we didn't have gyms i started playing volleyball on cement right in uh, flats and jeans yeah. Um, and
0: in america your guy friends would say volleyball is for girls and you're just like yuck yeah. <laughs> it's like did you say for girls i heard that here too and i'm like what? well i mean in morocco it's it's different of course well in but, morocco
1: volleyball yeah. is still like i mean how many times i go to practice something with the national team and or like i just go to train and i i'm i have my backpack and i'm in sportswear and i get into uber which is not called uber in morocco but um, and then the driver will be like, oh, you're an athlete? What do you do, basketball, soccer? I'm like, no, like beach volleyball. And they're like, oh, beach volleyball. What do you guys practice? I'm like, well, we actually have a national team. And, you know, we're actually African champions because Moroccans love to know that we dominate <laughs> on the African continent. I'm nice. like, what? I didn't know we had a team. Oh, my God, I got to watch and all that. Yeah, it's still, it's still very foreign there.
0: Does that continental championship give you a bid? Is that a bid? Sorry? The continent of the African Championships. Is that a bit Oh yeah, whatever?
1: we we qualified through the African Championship. To so the you're World going Championship. To Paris. No, to the World Championships. Oh, to the summer. World Championships. Ah, um, got it. And I didn't go actually. What the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Hold up. <laughs> Part of do not disturb. <laughs> this is what this is why I just operate on the desktop like an old school brother. I don't need All right. So and off come the clothes. See, we just got started. We Guys, we're like eight minutes in. Look at this Look at this girl. I mean, you speak French. Did you have to get French? Uh, um, oh, I'm Moroccan. No.
1: I'm not French. No. no, I know you. But I,
0: I assume, look, I have friends from Morocco. And I, in fact, I, yeah, before oh. the show, I mentioned one of my best friends from, mm-hmm. from Moroccan. So I'm operating under the presumption that you speak Arabic, French, and
1: English. French is my native language, yes. Especially right. my mom's Belgian from mm-hmm. the French part. So You
0: also speak Arabic though, right?
1: uh yeah my mom with a terrible accent Nice okay. <laughs> me with an average accent and my dad is obviously fluent in arabic he's Moroccan. Nice. Cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. well i speak english spanish and brooklynese um,
1: brooklynese yeah
0: brooklynese you don't know
1: uh, about no i don't
0: uh-huh. it's basically uh, um it's very much like english except you just say things differently like oh. in in brooklyn for example in brooklyn when you ask when you want to ask someone can you repeat that we say Huh? What'd you, what'd <laughs> you fuck what'd you fucking say? Okay. <laughs> Brooklynese. Twenty four okay. years. Got I studied. It. Got okay. It. Got I, it. I, I got my, my cap, got my gown. <laughs> In fact I'm wearing the cap right now. Okay. Um so yeah, I thought it was really, really cool, just reading into your bio. I don't I I, I do just enough research. On someone where I, I want to, I'm, you know, anything that comes up, I know what the hell I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but just, but not too, not too much, much where it's not a conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I like to have conversations. Um, you I seem like too. This I'm a talker. extremely interesting <laughs> person to me. And, and and again, thank you for thank coming you. on the show for that. So Thank you. Um,
1: Usually people don't really mm-hmm. notice me here because we have so many really mm-hmm. good American, Brazilian athletes. The African ones. <laughs> yeah. But hey, we don't have the same like... A, well bringing so
0: <laughs> I wanted to translate that to Moroccans y'all are I mean well Africans in general yeah, Africans <laughs> I, I mean, in general. I mean besides not getting tired <laughs> <laughs> well yeah <laughs> I don't get tired I ain't got oh
1: my god let me tell yeah. you we've I've played a team before no technique very new to beach volleyball like just did not get tired on the court like we were exhausted I think I have some videos where my partner and I are laughing on the court because it's just rallies after rallies because they'll just send the ball back and you can hit as hard as you can at them. They'll just throw up like something, and they just don't get tired. They'll just go okay. for everything, and it's exhausting. And you're like, what? What the hell just happened? <laughs> I was yeah. like, they're so physical.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I always categorize Moroccans as hardworking people because I have a personal bias. One of my closest friends, who um, who is 17 years old, like a volleyball player, just trying to come mm-hmm. up. And uh, you know, I made some introductions. We we got to play a little together, and then what happened was he became like a club promoter in New York, mm-hmm. which is can be a feel like a sleazy business, you know, just like, it's can like asking 100 girls out on the date hoping three say yes, right. So, okay. so he learned that and then he was uh, backing a DJ like back then you had to, you had to back DJs because back then um, you had to bring records. It wasn't all on a, on a computer, you're literally bringing records mm-hmm. and, and a lot of DJs still like prefer a turntable albeit virtual. So he started learning how to DJ, and then one night at Hudson Terrace, um, he was supposed—he was opening up for the premier DJ, like mm-hmm. nine to twelve or whatever. And the premier was supposed to go twelve to four, and the twelve to four guy got arrested by the police. He got stopped <laughs> by the cops and was so pissed. He got stopped by the police, and the cops were like, "You want to go to jail?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, like f you, take me to jail." Fine, take me to jail. So the cops are like, "All right," so they took him to jail, right? And um, I guess the owner, or the management, was like, "Our guy's I'll not coming stay, tonight. Y'all. Can so you? Just- can you stay?" And opportunity, you exactly, preparation. Exactly. He he, and he became the resident. Well, that's awesome. He took the I'm job. He became a resident. <laughs> he's he's not a resident at Marquee, and he now still does. Nice. Still plays around that um Lavo, which is on Park Avenue in okay. 58. But Marquee is like Marquee. I know. Marquee is a great as a great spot. It is, like I'm not even a club person.
1: What kind of music does he house
0: techno okay. hip-hop we grew up hip-hop big in Morocco well or... we grew up hip-hop head so he's always gonna know how to do that and you could take, and if you could take truffle butter, a hip hop, uh, a hip hop song, and make that into a, a techno, a house beat, mm-hmm. and you do it right. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. you have this migration of different eth- ethnic mm-hmm. cultures, different genres of music. House say my thing. Wait, thinking out loud, I could be a broken keeper. Man, million dollars <laughs> You know, LOL to the bank, check my account. Uh, um, As within the so, Yeah.
1: So, <laughs>
0: oh, but that in the techno beat. So they want to grab the microphone. So yeah. So he be, uh, um, and I like. I'm sorry, I don't want to monopolize this, but he. He became like this pretty premier DJ, right? That's um, nice. He goes to Brazil four times a year. He goes to London That's four nice. times a year. He's in Japan right now as we speak. He's staying there to do 11 to do shows. But he's not coming to Morocco, To do 11 though. shows. Um, well, well, we'll ask we him watching you this. You should,
1: because we have He's a pretty, watch, He's, like, he's we'll watching love this. we we'll I, mean, I think I have three in my close friend's circle right, you DJ. You want, me to,
0: want me to just call and ask him? We could just call and ask him. Sure, let's call and ask him. <laughs> I'm down. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I just stepped in it
1: <laughs> so, Went from Beach volleyball. Ball Now we're talking about but DJ <laughs> Before I get on the
0: phone with him B, that My point was Every time I think I worked hard And I deserve something Or I think I'm entitled to this Oh I, I, uh, you know It's not fair I did all this work And I'm not getting this I look at this dude This savage Just up every night Up mm. in the morning Getting it in Finding ways to make A better version of himself mm. which he Which he always feels He fails at Uh, Sounds very Moroccan. and, And this guy's making so much money right now. Are we, ta- are we talking about volleyball? I ain't talking about who's the DJ from the AVP or whatever. And this guy, and y'all are cool DJs, and I know you do the show for the Lakers. But I'm, this there's levels to this. None of you guys can buy an apartment in the Upper East Side and and, and then buy another apartment for your mom <laughs> Very and move Moroccan your mom <laughs> in. Yeah, who's Moroccan and move your mom in next door? So uh, uh, before we or talk Moroccan. about, oh, I'm a good DJ too. Shut up. Just shut <laughs> shut the hell up. I read your brainwave. Shut up. So, um,
1: <laughs> Hey, you're calling people out. I'm not, yeah. I'm I did not say I was gonna carry this body for you. All
0: right, so Abdella, Abdellah Zerardi. Let's let's get him. A B. No, nah, he's dude, the guy, uh, the, the guy's, the guy's in Japan. So I, I've been I don't even know what time about. it is there. No, but the, the point I was trying to make in this elongated story was there is a culture or a way someone's raised where you every everyone who thinks they work hard. I want, I want. I got someone. I I got someone. I want to introduce you to, and I I get a lot of that from you. I get this, uh, yeah. and, and I really meant to wear the life's tough. Get a helmet, or, or
1: nobody. <laughs> but this yeah, is this is this life. is
0: gonna work too. This is gonna yeah, pass. Too. It, it
1: actually, it's true because uh, here in the South Bay, only the people that are very close to me really realize like how tough it is. Your story. Because they, yeah. they don't they don't. Because but also I made it a point to try not to like a few years back i was i remember i was uh that was on when i was still on my student visa and i had uh, i was on my last year so i could work here so i was working here at a company and i was training i would wake up at four thirty in the morning to go train and then work nine hours after that uh-huh. and i was applying for my first athlete visa at the time <clears throat> but it was it was rough at the time for immigration so and again i was a student so it was really rough um and then i got a bad news from my lawyer i don't remember what and then still had to wake up the next day at four thirty and go train i don't get to like oh well like i need to like feel better no no no. like next morning i'm up and i'm going to train and then i'm going to work like i can't afford to not chill and i go to practice and i'm like my life is about to like my entire living here could just be uh, jeopardized from what i heard the night before so i'm really not in a good st- place at all no and i get to practice and i have tears in my eyes but whatever like you know like i gotta practice and then this girl talks to me and she sees that something's wrong She's like what's wrong and i'm like i just had a bad news i'm not i can't really be in a good mood she's like you're always in a bad mood like just Nora, come on like just smile a little bit and i'm like you wouldn't live a week in my shoes and i'm like so now I'm like, you know what? if this is how people see me because I'm not that kind of person, especially I've known in Morocco to always have a smile, always be the like like the like, I don't know, always be like happy, but here it's rough for multiple reasons for me. And again, wouldn't change it though I, I want to be here, so it's fine. But um, I'm like, okay, if this is how people see me, that's not what I want because that's not who I am. But I also thought talking about my struggles here, et etc, like would make people understand better like immigrants like me. So I was like, I try to find the right like balance between talking about my life here without complaining about it. Only except like to my close friends. So a lot of people are like, Oh, really? You're going through this? I had no idea. I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think
0: it's very, very challenging and that's that's always gonna be the challenge here, um, in this bubble we we know as a South Bay. Um before the episode started, I told you some of the things I was going through, right? Mm-hmm. And these are things that my, my significant other strongly encourages me not to say on the podcast, because even if I'm right, um, nobody wants to be that person. Who wants to work with that person? Because that person's mm-hmm. face will be associated with mm-hmm. that. Right. So e- even if you even if you're right, you're still going to be perceived as wrong. So mm-hmm. and, and that's always going to be the tip and the balance. So. Yeah. So I, I have a well, gen- for- I have a general tipping point rule right like you you had some issues before you you even went to practice you cried a little bit and you know um and you're trying to find a way to hit the reset button mm-hmm. because the last thing you need is for someone to say to someone that doesn't even know that like, has no one no idea what the hell like shannon sharp my child, I just, life could be yeah. over
1: but yeah okay <laughs> like i just i just shared on my
0: instagram page uh, shannon sharp said never judge a man by where he stands because you don't know how far he's come
1: exactly and that's another thing it's like like, people sometimes, mm-hmm. and not often, especially now that I know a little bit better, like like the community here, but a lot of people will be like, wait, like, why are you getting interviewed? Why are you a big deal in your country? Like, you're not that good. But at the same time, like, hey, like, I grew up in Morocco. So for for my, like, growing up and for my level and for my continent, like, yeah, it's the same that somebody else growing up here, making a big name on the sense here. I didn't grow up here. Like yeah i don't i didn't have the resources that other people have so i my i'm at i'm at level for what my life has been and like yeah that's, things like that are a little bit rough but they happen less and less often because i think people are seeing more and more of my life especially like people that are close to me and yeah. that and i want to learn about like you know people coming from another continent and making it across the world just for the love of beach volleyball um, but yeah, it's it's not always easy. It's it's really rough. I
0: I think it's weird. Well, I'll do the easy part first, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, first, I disagree with you. You said they wouldn't last seven days in your shoes. I think seven days is exactly the amount of time <laughs> they would last in your maybe. shoes before they freaking off themselves. <laughs> they'd be like, or, "What is or, this?" <laughs> or, or, or maybe suicides out. Maybe homicides are much more no, therapeutic but probably way of beach volleyball. Be like, "Why am I doing this?" <laughs> yeah, uh, no, they they let's just be real that's because that's the easy part of this conversation be real uh, uh nine out of ten of those people uh, uh, oh wow you know my coach yelled at me when i was 14 and now i'm tough <laughs> just shut up okay but and, I I'm, would and say, I'm speaking from experience okay but i will mm-hmm.
1: say beach volleyball players especially in the south bay are usually very relentless and tough because that's how to. it is here and that's why I, so i'm here too because i'm like okay i'm surrounded by people that actually understand a little bit the hustle you know but mm-hmm. some other people that have like not have to go through all of this. do not understand.
0: All right, let's stop. Let's start from like the very top. Think about this beach volleyball thing becoming an NCAA sport. Probably 2014, 2015, give or take. Later right? than like, um, too late for
1: me. I came to no, college 2013 and it wasn't. A thing yeah, you're I'm North Carolina, sad. right? St. Yeah. Andrews, yeah. St. Andrews.
0: But um, consider. Now, it's not just this thing where like indoors and outdoor players, are, uh, indoor players, are moonlighting beach, right? To, to help mm-hmm. them cross train to, to strengthen their legs for indoor because they still have the muscle memory of the indoor approach. Mm-hmm. But now they'll have sand strong legs, which mm-hmm. is why beach players don't jump well indoors and, and indoor players mm-hmm. that go to yeah. the beach and come back do. Um, yeah, that's real. So... Um, Consider that, right? Now consider it's an NCAA sports and now with scholarships on the line, now it's a business. Now all of the mm. club sizes that had girls who were just who were going back and forth indoor beach are now just doing exclusive. Exactly. Beach. Now consider <clears throat> that with all of these good girls that can only be X amount of conference championships. Let's WCC I was at LMU. I was John Mayor's assistant for two years, right? Mm-hmm. Um You know them in Pepperdine, right? Mm -hmm. St. Mary's is also good, Um, and on the you know the pack, Big West. Let's just talk about different divisions. LSU, right? Florida State, right? Mm -hmm. Now, all of them are worthy teams, but there can only be one conference champion. Now let's go to the NCAA, right? All of these conference are automatic bids. You got three at-large bids. Girl, people are just deserving, and and now sixteen teams now, Mm -hmm. but but. There can only be one NCAA champion, mm-hmm. and the one NCAA champion is five pairs, so ten girls, maybe mm-hmm. a sixteen-person roster. Now let's go to the professional level, right? So many people deserving of making the main draw, but there can only be sixteen know, people well, for whatever, and for the yeah. AVP champion, there can only be one. Now let's go further. Let's go to the FIVB. So many people, the people representing the best of the best of their country. All of them are worthy. All of them are elite athletes, mm-hmm. but there can only and be, their second, but there team can and only be one are
1: Also really good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of, the, like, of each country. But that, that was the argument I'm making, mm-hmm. but there can mm-hmm. only
0: be one champion. Now go to the mm-hmm. Olympic Games, right? there's only 24 spots, everyone's deserving, but they can only be 24. And gold medalists, they can only be one. I'll, I'll sorry, I'll skip mm-hmm. ahead to the point we are trying to make mm-hmm. right now. Um So the point I'm trying to make and I Jesus, I almost forgot because I'm spilling it. Um The reason why the temperatures turned so high is when the people dedicate so much time and investment, and uh, to go with the inherent belief that they have the best in the world. And when your country you get five teams that are worthy of, in the U.S. where they mm-hmm. going to Olympics. They only they oh, yeah. only take two, if right? More, which more. is ba- which is basically a problem Brazil has every Olympics, yeah. right? So USA, welcome to Brazil, right? because <laughs> right? you're gonna have you know Tiana and, and God knows who and, and mm-hmm. you know everyone with the same first freaking name. Uh, um, you're gonna have three. We teams. Say Morocco. We have yeah.
1: two girls have the same name in our. You're gonna have first three teams, teams, teams on the too. outside <laughs> looking in,
0: right? Look at yeah. the men's, the men's scene, right? Like you had Trevor and Tri on the outside looking in. Yeah. who I thought was the best team in, in the United States at that time, you know, but points happens. And, you know, it was mm-hmm. it was so weird oh, because yeah, they didn't the make same. a country quota and and yeah. Phil because they didn't make the country quota of the tournament that Phil and Nick played. They took a fourth and they, they frog left them because of this ridiculous country oh. that it, it, it was bad. It was bad, and what happened with Brooks Sweat and Kerry Walsh? I could spend oh, an extra hour yeah. on on sponsoring Clay's uh, That's having to like, be climbing, love. having to be climbing in Ross to get to the semifinals. Watch that game three again. Everyone at home, watch that game three again. Then come see me. Then we can steer that conversation. But yeah. but I think the point I was trying to make to you was. South Bay girls, show some respect. I show mean, some respect.
1: Show whatever. some respect. Everybody's trying to make like. I don't know. It's just everybody's here to compete. So everybody,
0: you know. Do I have to carry that water for you? Do, do you want me to do that for you? <laughs> yeah, for us? Because I could do that. Not everybody, Look though. at Kristen It's, it's Nuss, gotten better, but look at Kristen <laughs> Nuss, Look at Taryn Cloak. Right? <laughs> they made a decision to stay in Louisiana and train in Louisiana. Um, because as you know, training groups are good to test what you learn and test what you improve on, but they're really a waste of time doing them every week. So I, I so training. I know, I'm gonna take a walk down to the pier, right? And everyone that's training out, they be like, don't talk to me, Jason, I heard what you said, you're saying we're wasting our time. Yeah, y- yeah you are, You, re- I mean, at, at some point you are. Look at all of the best teams. Look at Qatar, how many, how many, training groups do you see in a, a in a 6 month time period for qatar not a lot That's they're funny they're getting because... <laughs> focused co- no but right they're getting focused coaching That's the thing i
1: hate playing like people ask me oh, you want to play that day? i don't want to play i want to train like if i don't think i'm good enough to play like i get frustrated just playing i'll do like training groups when it's like good people and then yeah. we're still getting reps it's usually with brazilian yeah. uh, coaches but most of the time it's like i want to train i want to like get better i want to do 10,000 reps of the same thing because I don't know, like playing for me is like, I'll play tournaments, but I don't want to play a practice. I want to no. train, 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 and train, I, train. And,
0: <laughs> and that's very, very well said. And and we can and this <clears throat> my, my favorite three Brazilian coaches are Pompeo, who um,
1: Pompeo. he and
0: I, we worked three to get three years together. And um, we, we, we did juniors together nice. um, at Endless Summer in 2019. We um, had 19 girls and 13 of them got commitments. Actually, that's uh, nice. So you that's know, nice. like, yeah, that's that's never happened. that's never really happened That's never happened before. That'll never happen again.
1: Well, I trained for a whole month after my injury. Mm-hmm. I didn't train a lot before the African Championship, mm-hmm. but I came back here to train for a month and train with Pompilio for a month before going back in play the african championship that i won in 2022 he's such
0: a professional Yeah,
1: he's, he's great i mean all the brazilians here are great like, arturo's cool Arthur, leandro
0: leandro's my man leandro's okay. got a great leandro sense of humor.
1: and dan are the reason i have my first gold medal of morocco literally yeah. like i was in p1440 i met them through that
0: let's go and oh yeah i Preach. will
1: i will say i they deserve it they deserve it so i have to say it and i usually say it a lot in like interviews in morocco too um <clears throat> i started training with them through the p1440 program and then i started Training with them on the side as well. Um, and I was, I think I, w- I didn't go home for two or three years because I was waiting for my visa. So I didn't compete for two or three years uh, with Morocco. And then when I competed again, it was a big competition, 17 countries, first edition of the African Beach Games. And they called me two weeks before. Like I get there two weeks before because it was like a last minute thing. <clears throat> and I'm going to play with. Iman, which is my partner now, which I have right. never played with. And we weren't really friends. We played indoor in the national team together. We didn't really like each other. Okay. <laughs> and I have to play with her. And so I had been training with Leandro and Dan. And I got there and they were like, what a second. You got so much better. And, and then we win our first gold medal with two weeks of practice together. And since then, we, all, we want to play together all the time. And we've won almost every competition since then, including the second edition of the African Beach Games this summer. But yeah, they're the reason. Like I train with them; they're the reason I know how to snap my wrist and everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I still do their cone drills every day, like at practice or like when I'm in Morocco or I don't have access to a court. I, yeah, yeah. It's well, they're P- they're great.
0: Pompeo right now he's coaching Trevor and um, mm-hmm. Theo. And I, the thing I'll I'll go through the, the the list of the three people we were talking about: Arturo, mm-hmm. right, Leandro, and Pompeo. So Pompeo and then Pompeo as a professional would be like. What do you wh- what are we working on this week? We working on offense, this and that boom, and he has that drill book in his head. Alright, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. And we're gonna do that until like, until yeah. until 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 you don't feel anything anymore. And that's what he's good at. Leandro is really, really good at bringing you back from from where you where you float off a little bit. He's, he's very good at bringing a conversation down here. Mm-hmm. where like me i'm a coach so i talk from up here like a hey, aho. Oh, i'm i'm uh, it's uh, um so he will always have that advantage over me even though i still believe i'm a better coach because that's just my inner belief that's just, i'll have to say something about leandro yeah go ahead no uh, no let's, before we go thing. to our tour yeah okay ahead.
1: there's this thing that and i don't even think he knows that so i hope he watches this and listen to this but uh mm. that's how much like his coaching affected me but i remember training with him and he would like so that that wrist snap i don't know i learned in france to play beach volleyball again was forced to, yeah. to play beach volleyball did not like it i was playing indoor yeah because um, every, every ball is going out and i'm small too I, was like, I can't hit on that net i don't want to do this took me under his wing and everything He was the former uh, national coach uh, for the french national teams and um actually so his son is doing really good results for France now. Anyway. Uh, Who is this again? Stéphane Canet. He's the last French team that was yeah, the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he's, he's the one that taught me beach volleyball Dude's France. a
0: savage, man. Yeah. That's a good... That's a real coach. And
1: he's actually, just like my dad, will like be so hard on me, yet will ask me to come and train with the French national team when I didn't think I had the level. Right. And Then he explained to me later, which, other story. Let me get back to that after you remind me. But um, anyway, um, so... You yeah, should write that down because I'm going to say some things I told about you I'm too. a talker. Um, Leandro would like show me like how to like snap my wrist like he really is the one that taught me how to really shoot and i wouldn't understand and i'm the kind of player if i don't understand what you're trying to teach me i'm not going to be able to do it if i understand i will get it done just like that and so one day i had a conversation with him at practice and i remember like it was yesterday and i was like i don't understand how you're doing that with your wrist, because he's he does it like with his eyes closed and then he like calmed down like took the time to explain it to me show me and it clicked right away and so from that day i think he understood how i was as a player and then it just like anything he would teach me it would just like it was just flowing you know and also i remember him and Dan. i'd come back from morocco i trained with them the next morning which is like I'm, i would be very jet-lagged because it's nine hour difference uh so at end morocco is super humid here it's super dry so my lungs burn when i come back from morocco uh, even if i'm in shape they'll burn out practice and they knew how far to push me better than myself. I remember this practice. I think it was two hours and a half long. I still have videos. I was dying after an hour and a half. I think we're done. They're like, oh, we're going to do one more thing. I'm like, all right, I got this. Like, I am I'm usually I can push through. I'm, I'm that kind of player. I like, okay, I got this. And then we did more. And, and at that point, I'm exhausted. And I, I think there's a photo of me and I'm laying down by the balls. And then I hear Dan say, now the fun part. And I think he's saying like, oh, we'll go in the water or something. And I No, see we're just getting started. Now, I see him setting up that drill where we actually have to hit hard ten thousand balls i'm like so i don't think like i was like for the first time ever i tell them i don't think i can do this like i'm so jet like my my lungs are burning i can't breathe he's like no you can and they were right i could but if if it were up to me i probably wouldn't have tried because i like they they knew me so well like it's nice when your coaches really get you and they're like yeah they'll push you like where they know you can go and even better than yourself. So, and I don't think Leandro and Den know that. I don't think I've ever told them, even though I tell this story so yeah. often. So,
0: but yeah. he's really he's really good at bringing everything at eye level. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, Leandro is with us at El before, But I know, I certainly know Pompeo. Mm-hmm. better than Leandro but I see Leandro all the time mm-hmm. um, he coaches indoor at, the, at one point serve side and mm-hmm. I'm like every time I'm uh, um, I'm in a, uh, a playoff or a pool he's across the net for me I'm like okay there he goes again <laughs> and then then he's at SCVC right uh, and you know i go to vegas and he's i there.
1: think he won the last year with yeah. his uh, 16 or something i think he did.
0: Uh, they were the only california team that did i think them and yeah because wow. it, it was all it was a texas I know, that's why we don't have it him was, on the beach it, dude, anymore it was i'm tex- sad about that dude it was a texas sweep they are they, they you had a texas team in the finals in every in oh, wow. every in every age group you know and leandro i don't know if he won open i think he won usa which is still which is still mm-hmm. competitive too <laughs> but I'm like everywhere I go, there he is, right? Like uh, Jeff Samuels and um, Rafi Paulus, yeah. Huntington Beach. They made the main draw, right? And it's I'm like, did. so, and I was supposed to be there coaching them, but I was coaching a clinic, and and in my mind, I'm like they're playing Schachter. Sam Schachter right from Canada, mm-hmm. and Travis, I'm like, ah, so I called Jeff that night, right? And I'm like, and this is a fun story. So I'm like, Alright, hey, you want to come sing karaoke? He's like, No, I'm going to bed. I'm gonna a tournament tomorrow.
1: Go, and go, and, go. I, and I went,
0: no, because I didn't know he won. I was I called oh, this. Yeah, oh. and, and,
1: and,
0: and he goes, Yeah, I'm I'm, 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 we're playing tomorrow. And I'm like, and he's like, you're coaching us, right? I'm like, and I went, <laughs>
1: Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that.
0: <laughs> no, because I've been coaching Jeff on and off for three years with different partners, but I've done a good job staying away from him, him and Rafi, because Rafi, um, from the neck down is a great player, but that that there's a there's a there's a bag of um, oh, guys <laughs> with white lab coats in his head. I'm from the neck up, so, um, so guess what? First round, let's try and um came. Who's the coach? Just Leandro, right? All right, cool. You know, we got housed. Um, we competed um we changed our serve location our, our serve to space and competed made it like 15 up and they ran away with the second set and now i'm like cool contenders bracket let's just get through so we play brewster mm-hmm. and kyle friend and who's their coach neandra and i'm like you, you dude you gotta stop <laughs> you're you're not you're not good for my brand right now my, <laughs> you know you're, you're first of all you're coaching teams that everyone knows is significantly better or a little bit better than one i'm coaching and and it's nice for me to put on a show but you, you I'm like why I'm like stop following me dude you know and and that one went to three sets you know okay. I, I mean look I do the reason why I think I'm a better coach than him is cuz he does a lot of good on the spot thing but as far as preparation and video there's nobody there's nobody on, on, on anyone in the except for maybe Flugen Wagner uh, from um, Germany uh, um, that spends more time in a video room than me you know, and that guy's got an army full of assistants. I've been doing this by myself. But not, this isn't about me. It was, just, it was really just about Leandro being in these winning situations, always at the right place and the right time. Every time a team's winning, there he is, right? <laughs> uh, art-
1: well, except with me. I mean, he definitely took a challenge when he was starting coaching me because let me tell you, yeah. <laughs> this little girl from Morocco that <laughs> started volleyball at 16, beach at but that's, 20. <laughs> but that's why I called him a real
0: coach. That, yeah. Why do you think I called him a real coach? Mm-hmm. Look, there yeah, are some games great. that try and game play that you you don't, you, you, if you have a cat, like a pet cat, you could put the cat under the umbrella and the cat will sit there and the cat gives and you the coaching, <laughs> put the credentials around the cat's neck, and they're still going to win that game. All right. Um, no, Leandro, uh, has this inherent gift of doing more with less. Not saying you're less, but I'm saying,
1: but I, uh, well, um, I mean, technically, like, yeah. yeah, I am less, but I'm that's why I said it, just saying, as we say in New York, just saying, yeah. you
0: know, um, very, very good at that. Pompeo yeah. is really, really Pompeo, good at it. Arturo is really good really at presenting you yeah. your options. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about him. But Pompeo, his gift to the Americans is English not being his first language. Mm-hmm. So he has to take what he feels and put it in, in a smaller dose Which of Which is still
1: hard for me too. Like sometimes I'll be on the court training mm-hmm. and I can't tell you line or cross because it's coming in French or Arabic. And I'm like, too late. Ball down. Like, Nora, what was that call? I'm sorry. I'll give you an example.
0: <laughs> um, Natalie Miskowski, um, who's at UCLA right now, she was one of our endless summer girls. She was a really, really good player. Her, career, her sister Karina was at USC, so I was coaching them um, at um, I believe at this is 2019. We were at Hermosa Beach. You were at Huntington with Jesse McGuire or something like that, or were you? Or yeah, I Hermosa? did. How do you yeah.
1: remember that? That's like, I only played one. I tell you, I did
0: my research. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be like a hippie I and wasn't, not know I wasn't anything. You were supposed to play that tournament too, but just um. Like, Mm-hmm. But so he ended up coaching Natalie in Manhattan Beach, and I felt like I failed Natalie because she made the finals for 16s Open. We were on center court and we got bo- just bombed. You know, she ran to the ocean crying like a Aww. little like a little child. You know, um, <laughs> I'm so I'm merciless when it comes to that. I'm like Are you crying. You know what? Like, my no dad cry. was like that when There's no oh my crying in volleyball. You. No, but
1: he if I said cried when I, I was I, I, younger. My guy yeah. would kill me. And I cried a lot. <laughs> so but he killed me a lot. <laughs>
0: he said something in Manhattan Beach that I'll take with me and I and I tell a story all the time. He said good serves makes good defense. With English not being, being his first his first language, and saying it in few words as possible. Now you know I could talk. This man said in five words, good serves makes good defense, which means like five different things. Right. Where it it would take me two paragraphs because (laughs) I'm trying to explain the why. I mean, this age group is generational. Why? And by your own admission, when you understand why you're better, when you don't, you don't. Right. So. Mm -hmm. So. Wow. And yeah. this this man does it in fewer words, and it's just one of those instances where like English not being his first language works for him, dude. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: his serve is good. Let me tell you, yeah. <laughs> when he serves, like, you have practice. Machine. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like a machine. Yeah, it just goes and goes, and they're all really good. And you're like, I I asked him. I think it was uh, before I went to Morocco this summer. I was like. Pumpy, can you teach me how to serve like that? And he he told me, and my serve is better since. And I was like, oh, gotcha, because well, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I need to know how to serve like that. <laughs> you have to. Well, you have to
0: because whether you're playing indoor, beach, whether you're mm. playing grass or volleyball, no, you know, you know, you know what volleyball is <laughs> um, serves king. You, when you're playing nine-year-olds and you you have a good server that serves twenty-five zero, or whether you're playing at the Olympic Games and you got France playing Russia. Uh, the Russian Federation and, and Russia is the best serving team in the world. And France had zero rece- reception errors, and they win that fifth set mm-hmm. serve at the end of the day. Serve is king. Anytime that you can make someone's life a living hell. I'm not even mm-hmm. talking about serving aces. I'm yeah, talking about things that don't them... show up on. Yeah. yeah. Shanks like shanks don't show up on paper. Mm-hmm. You know, the girl who brings it back and you get a kill, she gets an assist for that and you get the kill. Right. So, um, but yeah, he's a machine, and and that that he is. And in that <laughs> respect, Pompeo's a unique person. But in that respect, he's a type of coach. Because when you coming <laughs> up, and I was going to say this in Africa and Europe, you're not going to find a whole a whole lot of growth mindset and positive reinforcement coaches out there. Right.
1: I, my you're my own dad, not, like who's, yeah. uh, I will say that he's for me one of the. Best and most dedicated athlete I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes from really nothing. When I say nothing, it's nothing. And the equestrian word, if you're familiar with it, you have to have money. Yeah. We do not have money. Right. And he still made it. So that's why I'm like, and actually when the, his friends see me, they're like, yeah, you're the daughter of your dad. But even like with him, when I would ride, the first time I won a national competition with only like not even one year, I think, of practice. Mm-hmm. And like people have been ridden for years. He yelled at me. I win the entire national team that saw me growing up since I was a baby. And they're his friends are so proud. And he's, I mean, he was, I, I know he's proud inside, but he yelled at me because I didn't do exactly what he said because the national championship was coming up and he did not care about the competition I just won. He cared about national championship. And I remember I was like,
0: You're like, don't what? you think you're looking a little too far ahead? So I can't I, have this moment and then. Like, I've
1: never won enough. National... And when I say winning, it's like it's a big competition with like more than 100 participants from all around morocco and it's like it's not easy to win that no and i had just oh my god i remember i had just fallen in the um, i don't know what it's called in english the practice like uh, arena be, right before you go in yeah. i fell right before i went in so also not great for your confidence or like
0: ow yeah and it was <laughs>
1: and it was a tough competition it's like when you have to go fast and so every time you drop something like it adds seconds it's different like, uh, like we have different kind of competitions so yeah so positive and all of that there was not it's not very the. it's definitely not in the arabic uh, mindset it's more like how do you call that tough love it's yeah. tough love there yeah tough love definitely <laughs>
0: i think to quote one of my favorite commercials and one of my favorite video games it's none of this time out or stand in the Kona business will bring your children up in a traditional manner by making them learn latin and beating them half to death in a single <laughs> sex environment
1: <laughs> well yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely did not grow up with the... I, I, even to this day, like, Moroccan families, if, like, the children aren't, like, the center of... I mean, on the contrary, you'd come to, like, your parents and they're having a discussion with friends. If... if Moroccan, huh? If they'll be like, don't bother me. Like, this is, like, adult conversation. You don't bother me. Go play. Yeah. Like not like, oh, kid's sweetie, table you're you supposed to be Yeah, it's right? like, yeah. don't. Like, this is disrespectful. Like, you don't... <laughs> it's like, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Moroccans me... listen to this will understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, but what is... <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I didn't mind. I mean, I Dude, wouldn't be here a, today without that. What so.
0: a storm that my seven year old has to go through between my mommy and her. Because mommy is <laughs> the other one, like uh, this and that. And I'm just like, <laughs> she's like, can I have a fork, please? I'm like, can you go get up and get yeah. it yourself? <laughs> oh my use, God. Use That's these my two legs because they specialize yeah. for yeah, walking yeah, yeah, yeah. and walk your little behind oh, over there. I, in the <laughs> my dad,
1: if I would like be sitting down and I ask my mom, because my mom's European. So right. she's a bit more like, nice yeah. <laughs> um my dad is nice it's just very tough very tough and and he's known to be tough also in the equestrian world so not just with me he's he's for me he's the best coach in the equestrian world but he's also the toughest and i have a lot of stories to uh, corroborate that but um yeah like i would ask my mom hey mom can you bring me this from the kitchen my dad would be like and then just to look doesn't have to say anything the look i'll be like i'll be up in a second and because like, okay, i knew something was coming my way some, like a belt or like a shoe moroccan yeah, shoe babush will come my way like,
0: yeah, yeah. I, and you know the weird thing is like if you look at americans right and you look at some of these kids who grew up hard with strict parents um what it does is it puts this immense amounts of pressure all the time when you wear some kids fold it doesn't work out for them and Mm -hmm. it didn't work out they might end up robbing someone 10 years from now right Mm -hmm. Uh, but it they use it to focus too some of them use it to focus my mom used to beat me like i owed her money dude you would have thought she was the mob and she came to collect (laughs) are you gonna pay Ah, ah. Uh, i mean yeah i mean that brought new meaning to the term child abuse she used to make me go okay, out and find a stick she made me go out and find us a, a, we call it a switch mm-hmm. go out and find a brand so she could beat me with it. i mean there was just some crazy stuff going on but you know what i'm saying i came out okay i had an older sister not so much right and mm-hmm. she, she I, I mean
1: yeah my sister and my dad um, aren't really close <laughs> It didn't work my sister with my sister but uh but i don't know it's just mm-hmm. it's not i mean i see it now like to be honest when i like compared to other people and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. he was tough, and it was tough at some times, but at the same time, like, he really, like, like, participated a lot to what I am today, and the athletes, especially the athletes I am today. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, when your world is falling apart, or you're not going to compete at the competition, you just worked on for a whole year, or something else happens in the competition, I have many stories like that. Yep. Uh, some that I cannot say. <laughs> but, um, and... The next day, you have to get up at 5.30 a.m. to go train. And you wonder, like, why am I, why am I even training? Like, when I found out I wasn't going to the world championship, I was on the surf trip this summer, for which I sacrificed so much all of last year. Yeah. People saw me go through hell last year here just for that. And then not even a month before that, I learned from, actually, I think from Sharif, <laughs> or another player that I'm not going. Um, I was on a surf trip for my birthday in my one of my favorite places in, in the world, in the south of Morocco, as soon as I got back to my city, the next morning I'm training, and I don't even know why. At this point, it's just like I'm on like, it's it gets, like it it's automatic. I'm on like how do you call that like auto mode? Like yeah, autopilot. Yeah, yeah, autopilot. I'm like I got used to it. I get beat. I get like beat down all the time, and I had to like like hey, well, it's like that. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna come and help. So get up mm. and go train. And yeah, the next day I'm training, and it, people are like how are you, like why are you training because you just learned you're not going to compete i know but something like, i don't know I've, i don't actually I will, know i don't know why am i training it, i it just, will. i got used to it yeah
0: i will say this about that it shapes who you are because when you're training hard like that sometimes you ask who is who am i doing this for right Mm -hmm. um your first option is i'm doing this for myself because that's always this um sometimes it's a selfish answer and sometimes you want you self-examine and you're quick to jump to that Mm -hmm. right but it's more than that it's sometimes you're doing it for someone else i um i'll give you an example my degree degree is in theater performance right Mm -hmm. we can have a show i was doing a show called um fucking a susan lori parks right it was the premiere was at the public theater we ended up doing. I ended up doing mm-hmm. the shows later for that. And you know, had a breakup, had a bad day, I had a nine to five then, I had a bad day at work. The audience does not care. Yeah. The audience came, they paid money to see you perform mm-hmm. and you gotta perform. So mm-hmm. if you know that you're doing it for yourself because this isn't a false dichotomy you're not you're either doing it for this or for that you can't have both that's not true that's, no, that's, not that's true. absolute nonsense mm-hmm. you're doing it for yourself but you're also doing it for a demographic of people who really who you you will inspire mm-hmm. through your journey before you even took before you even set foot on that court mm-hmm. um that um gives you that second win, that gives Mm -hmm. you that burst and and self appreciation, not not to mention appreciation from everybody else. Keep Mm -hmm. your thought for a second. I'm going to finish by saying this. Mm -hmm. And this is what separates international players or like certain players from other players, Mm -hmm. like in the South Bay, the people that they're trying to impress, are their constituent, are their mm-hmm. contemporaries, right? You can they'll play. You can see men, uh, fours here, on, um, you know, like Labor Day or, or mm-hmm. like Memorial Day, and it's crowded, or whatever. That's they're performing in front of their people, mm-hmm. right? And to them, that's that's okay. That's that's what they're that's okay with. That's that's very much like having a rock band, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to to perform at this place, but the only other people that watch you perform are, are the rock bands that play before you and the yeah. ones that are that are that are up after you, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to do that? or do you want to do you want to go to the garden right do you want to do house shows as a comedian in front of, the, of your other your comic friends or do you want to go to to laugh factory and mm-hmm. do some you know nick um Joey Diaz stuff mm-hmm. some savage stuff so please i hope you didn't forget your thought <laughs> oh, I <did> because not. <laughs> the point i was trying to make was i just want to remind everybody doing it for yourself is one thing and that's and that's and to some people that that remains the most important thing but i don't want them to get in this false dichotomy that it's either one or the other it could mm-hmm. be both and 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 I can't be in your shoes. Can, for all I know, it could be neither, right? Um, but don't get caught up in the dichotomy. The floor is yours.
1: Yeah, so I agree. Like it's actually. So this might be a long story, but <clears throat> so I moved here. We got time.
0: <laughs> we got we got I, we got, we got a here. hard stop at some point, but that clock is right behind yeah, you. Yeah, I have
1: to because I have to go watch my roommates' kids <laughs> later. And I, and I had
0: practice. I got volleyball. Perfect.
1: Practice, yeah. um, but anyway, so I I so I came here to the US played in university well no actually i got to start from the beginning i grew up in morocco at 16 years old i moved to france finally after trying to convince my parents right. for years to let me go to europe to become a pro athlete
0: and you went to was... Mont yeah no
1: i went to east provence first which is near marseille In a what we call the Saint- well, say no, that, that... Marseille say that again oh marseille?
0: no the one before
1: that oh god you <laughs> <Ooh.
0: laughs> <laughs> got goosebumps
1: sorry um and actually that was not i'm about to like kill the whole vibe because that was rough that was two years where i was like i shouldn't play volleyball actually i started uh, running track and field again the next year uh that and i will say that openly i do not care that uh center was awful absolutely awful i was coming from morocco they took me because i uh killed their physical test for the pro team the actual pro team, because i was a runner i was i was also doing climbing in uh, in competition gymnast anything so and in, in uh, France, you usually play one sport. You don't play multiple at a high level. I mean, in Morocco also, but somehow yeah. I end up playing a, a bunch of sports. But so that's why they took me. I had no technique. Let me tell you, this is how I was passing at the time. Like that. You know that beginner? Like when you go, this is how at 16 years old I got recruited in France. So they knew they had to tell me some, teach me something. And they were supposed to put me as a setter or a liberal, right? Because my size. They were recruiting a bunch of other persons. I don't know how I made those like, that team, actually, because they, they took a gir- two girls that were coming from the center, Boulouris, which is a, a French like, national center. With, they've been already practicing, and they have uh, all the classes like in the morning to train because that's not common in, in Europe. It, right. it is here, but it's not there. Um, and then another girl that was coming from a pro center. So I was, I, mean, I was nothing, let me tell you, nothing compared to the other girls. One of their middle, I didn't know what a middle was. We would play like everybody sits in the middle in Morocco. And mm. we were still winning competitions. But that's how I, I was playing at the time. I didn't know what a middle blocker was. They put me as a middle because their middle didn't come. And they needed a middle. So they were like, oh, we'll just put this girl since she doesn't have a position yet. Instead of trying to change the position of somebody. They put me as a middle. A month in, I had to go play a tournament, a friendly tournament, in a high level uh, national two, So it's like a very good level of volleyball. At a tournament as a medal I didn't even know where I was supposed to go on the court it was horrible like and they like treated me as an outsider the the coaches in the the center not the players uh, as an outsider the whole year didn't teach me anything that year the coach told me like I was like I want to learn how to play like serve receive or play defense middle I understood quick that middle was not gonna be my position if I wanted to play pro Right. Um, and they, I remember asking the coach at practice and he was like Oh, there's no point. I'm never going to teach you how to... No, I'm not going to teach you how to serve receive because you'll never be good at it. This is word to word what he said to me in French. Like, I remember that my entire my entire life. And that's the thing. I'm Moroccan. Do not tell me I can't do something because that is when I will do it. And at the end of the year, it's a two-year contract. Um, sorry, this is a long story, but it's very foreign to Americans, so I got to explain the whole thing. Uh, two-year contract to finish my high school. And then after that, you can go sign wherever, like go to university, whatever. Um, and... In my french school in morocco it's private so if if i leave i can't come back in for the last year you can't do that that's just how the system works right so we made sure with my mom you'd have that to repeat
0: it, the whole school year if you came back right no no
1: no no. you can't you can't even go like as a senior like i did my oh. junior year in in uh, france okay and then after that i can't go back and do my senior year in morocco like oh, i'd have geez. to go to public school in arabic which is my um, arabic is not good enough for, to, no. to do that and it's not like there's no equivalency <laughs> then with uh, friends they'd, they'd
0: have no patience for you on that one <laughs> but go ahead <laughs> yeah i know
1: but so it was a two-year contract at the end of the first year they tell me the day before I fly back to Morocco for the summer they say oh just letting you know we're not keeping you for next year because we don't see you having a future in the pro world like what like I have a two-year contract so that was illegal they couldn't do that so we fought it because otherwise I can't graduate from high school like I, I don't have like an option so they had to keep me i stayed with one of the women that would watch the formation center person because they wouldn't even accept me in the center and mm. they made me pay for it let me tell you the whole second year they wouldn't like care about me i practiced nothing to the point where my pe teacher at school had to go between the club and me to Jeez. actually because they were like they so because i you know i was this little girl from morocco i didn't fight back like i would in morocco i was good i was like good at track and field i was i, I was I mean to this day I'll, I'll be in Morocco a restaurant hey are you the girl that used to play volleyball? like at Lisa Descartes you were really good I remember it's like that's how my life was in Morocco and then I come to friends where people treat me like I'm nothing so I thought I was nothing so I did not fight back ever and <clears throat> so my teachers saw that thankfully I was a good student and they actually like uh, defended me and then the girls also in the team also would be on my side and they also had their own problems. So three of us had problems with the club that year and had to like threaten to sue or sue. I threatened to sue because they couldn't break my contract, so they kept me and made me pay for and, it. And threatening to sue is just as... Yeah, so it, was, the sue it is actually... bad. But like, no, I'm but threatening to sue goes old. a lot further yeah. than actually know, suing, But I'm right? 17 years old. This is like, I just achieved my dream to go play a sport at a high level in Europe, which I've been wanting to do forever, mm-hmm. and this is how my life is. It was like this... And so I actually took track and field again my senior year in another city just to have something else than volleyball because my life was a nightmare yeah and
0: track and field saves all doesn't it
1: exactly like and my track and field club was so you're so sweet with me too so that helped but then i transferred to another team after that and they uh they actually told me oh you should be a libero." and i was like what i've been told i can't pass and they told me how to be a libero. And then I switched to another team, a pro team, and then uh, we went to the French nationals under 18, and I got best back row player under 18 in front of the French libero, and the girl from the center was there that day to watch. Came to me, crying, "Oh my god, no! I remember how bad they treated you, and to see that now you're like best back row player under 21 in France, like." And she was so proud, and I was like, "Oh my god, like this is what?" <laughs> so anyway, so that's that's how it happened. Then I moved to the US, and uh, when I was 20. Um, and then I lost, why am I talking about all of this again? Sorry. No, but What I, was no, the,
0: let's, no <laughs> the point? let's just go through it. No, but yeah, let, I, let let me, I want to explain
1: me, everything so that no, like people really understand like where I'm coming from when no, I say it let's go through the rough.
0: chronology and we'll find our way on yeah. I mean, that went. It was Montpellier, uh, Montpellier. Yeah, right? Montpellier, so And yeah, then America was St. Andrews. Yeah, St. Andrews Carolina. for four years. Okay, and then,
1: uh, so I wouldn't go back to Morocco often. That was my point. I went, moved to France. I would go during the holidays because it's not far, but then once I moved to the U.S., I mean, especially from North Carolina, it's a thirteen hundred dollar flight to go home, so I wouldn't go home for Christmas. Um, And then, when I would go home during the summer, I'd go to friends to play beach volleyball. I wouldn't go to Morocco, so I didn't have a community in Morocco anymore. All my friends from high school had moved to other countries as well. Um, And then here, even when I played for Morocco, I mean, I'd I'd go, I'd fly there, I'd go straight to national camp, play, and then the next day I'd fly back here. I wouldn't really hang out with people there. I didn't know anybody there anymore. Then in two thousand nineteen oh no yeah 19 i hurt my shoulder to the point where i actually end up having to go to morocco to fix it and i think i'm gone for two months i stayed a year and a half and a year and a half with no sports like nothing i couldn't even bike or... how did you
0: survive that i
1: mean i started after eight months i could but it had been already eight months where i couldn't do anything it was rough especially for me being hyperactive but so i found like a community again i like uh so some of friends from high school started traveling and started actually surfing and then so now I do have a community and in, now when I do something, I actually have a lot of support, which I didn't have before. And that actually has changed completely my uh, my vision about beach volleyball. Because again, after the summer, this summer was very rough for me. Um, I left for five competitions and ended up playing only one. And I had trained so hard, like sacrificed so much that entire year last year, it was really rough for me mentally. Um, <clears throat> and I thought to myself, I was like, should I just quit? like? People here have asked me many times, why do you do all of this for beach volleyball? Because I do have, I have an MBA, I have a bachelor, I have another diploma from France. Like, why am I doing all of this, you know? Why do I, like, sacrifice my entire life just for this sport? And and in the summer, I mentioned it in front of a few friends. I was like, I think maybe it should be done. Like, this is it. I did what I had to do. And, and they were like, what? I was like, no, absolutely not. Like, no, 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 no. And then uh, I wrote a post, too, which is the one you saw, uh, talking about, a little bit like how i felt after the, this year and then this uh, this guy and things like this happen kind of often um so that's why like i said like i visual was different for me now i i posted that saying like i had to remind myself like like why i play and like i question myself like do i, I sh- still play and this guy sent me a text i don't know him he followed me on instagram never met him he's like please don't stop. I have, I coached this team in like a city in Morocco that probably been once in my life. Um, and I coached this girl and she always talks about you and says, you're the best player and she wants to be like you. So please don't stop. And I was like, wait a second. Like, it makes me like so emotional because I'm like, what? like, absolutely not. I cannot like, there's no way I have a responsibility. I cannot, like, I cannot quit. Like I cannot let this girl down. I don't know her, but like, I know in Morocco, we don't have a lot of things and like a lot of, courts a lot of we don't even have a beach volleyball championship and like if i quit then what does that what does that tell her like oh this girl is in the u.s she has everything and she quits so why should i play you know what i mean yeah like so that's why like since the me going to morocco and actually winning uh medals in morocco and actually being there physically and people seeing me there now they actually have a relationship with me even without me knowing and it helps on the tough days here when i'm like why am i waking up this early like why am i doing this and like and i'm like why well, i know because there's somebody watching and i can't let them i can't let them down
0: the reason why you would even ask yourself that question <clears throat> in the first place is because the difficult the difficulty of playing the validation game um lets doubt creep up into your head right
1: it's not even validation because i don't need validation here i know i'm not i know i won't i won't make a mandro at least anytime soon i can't even play avp anyway because i don't have a green card right. um but um it's i don't i don't that's not why i do it like that's the thing is like i like actually to train without nobody like seeing me train like i don't care i i train for myself and i train for my country and i train to play for morocco that's like like that's what i wanted like my dad represents Morocco so well for years I want to do the same um and that's mostly why I train. Like, it's not for validation like I, on the contrary I'm the first one to be at practice and doing okay my cut is not working on this side so let me do it for an hour and I'm gonna like maybe like 50 balls are gonna be on my side and probably look stupid to the people walking around be like this girl is not good I don't care like I I can't even tell like who's passing life I don't care I'm in my sure. bubble
0: <laughs> call me i'll send my wife she can set
1: <laughs> she
0: <Good. laughs> my, my wife's an all-purpose athlete and she's got sand hands she's you know she, she she'll set she'll set you 50 balls you oh that's cut perfect if you perfect uh, um, yeah i she, if, she, she's, she's um she's a savage yeah. That's
1: the thing i don't want to be if i know how to do something i don't want to practice it like let me practice what i'm like i like to be uncomfortable <laughs> but can let me you, be uncomfortable <laughs> but
0: can you appreciate what i was saying before that doing this for yourself and 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 then subsequently yeah uh, doing it for other people people mm-hmm. are are not mutually exclusive they no can, they the can country. be binary right? yeah exactly um, yeah and that, and that's very special because that's one, what I'm one I... is your intention, one is your goal and the other is the net result mm-hmm. right your goal is to to get in there and work on this. The net result is someone out there sees you and they appreciate that because mm-hmm. that wasn't your goal to begin with. That's Not at just, all, and that's what I'm that saying. Is the res- like, that is the residue of the design yeah, like, of your goal. The yeah. whole
1: time, like the French story, the whole time I trained for myself. I didn't train for anybody else. Yeah. And but then to see one of my former teammates and see how it affected her that I won, I was like, wow! Like that's something that's like it's a different perspective. And same thing with the text I got from the guy like last week. I'm like, it. It definitely helps on the tough days, and it makes you think, like, don't be selfish. This is not just for you. So, yeah. You
0: know what intrigues me about you? Like, the way you're talking about this, you're talking about this like you kind of expect everybody to behave the same way. No. <laughs> like you no, – no, 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 no. I'm not saying – I'm not saying that. I'm just <laughs> saying that this is just – uh, in your mind, this is just consistent with being a good, hardworking person. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, um, yeah. For me, uh, it's nothing um, special. And that was the point I was trying to get mm-hmm. to. It is special. It's not special to you because it's you're just doing normal yeah. Nora stuff. No, um, I'm just normal Nora. This is just this is just well, what I especially do. Especially when you day. see, like, I mean, I'm yeah.
1: here. Like, okay, like, I don't know. Like, I can't be playing. I can't be playing fours on the court with a two time Olympian or olympian medalist so for me i'm like yeah i'm nothing <laughs> yeah. Like, i'm nothing but then when i go to morocco that's the thing i i i'm like that i i don't like compliments and i do talk down by myself and i guess that's probably like because of how i was raised <laughs> but but also that's what makes me be better it's not in the bad. it's not like oh it's like it's it's in a good way it pushes me uh but then i was told by one of my closest friends like you need to stop talking about this like about yourself like this when you're in morocco because that's, that's really not nice. how people see you here and i'm like well maybe but that's <laughs> that's how i feel when i'm there in the capital of the world of beach ball because you know i'm not i'm nobody there but yeah and then it just it's yeah different perspectives and it, you yeah it's
0: if you ever feel like you stray you're straying away uh, the things you're saying and doing is straying away um too far from what you want people to believe you are always just go back to just doing what we're doing now right now this mm-hmm. conversation there's the people listening are going to get more out of you just in this hour or whatever whatever we're doing right now um just us talking like people mm-hmm. um says a lot uh the second thing keeping your nose in the work like you're doing mm-hmm. uh, um not 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 complete blinders but blinders blinders when it comes to you putting in mm-hmm. the work uh good things come out of that too um and, and that's well what, that's what, i'll
1: have to disagree with that because i have sacrificed everything and it but doesn't your, seem but like the like good not, is coming
0: but your story's not <laughs> on the
1: yet contrary, Hopefully, that's there, what I'm thinking. There are
0: chapters in your life, and that's
1: what I wrote in that post. response to like, just think your time will come. But there
0: are chap Do you want to close the book because no. of a couple of bad chapters, no. or do you, or do you say this too shall pass? And no, but on the bad days,
1: I'm like, maybe this is the universe telling me I should change my path. But the
0: universe can tell you a lot of things, and how you interpret what they're telling exactly. you are two different things. I'll give an example. This podcast alone, right? Um, when I started building it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing it exclusively on Facebook because my age demographic identified with them, and and it was great. I was I, at some point I was averaging twenty four thousand views an episode on Facebook. Nice. And through plays were at ni- at nineteen percent, basically almost one out of every five people were listening to the whole thing. Nice. A long form podcast. Not nice. these aren't these aren't twenty minute pops as you mm-hmm. can see. We're already here an hour. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, well, an hour recording that means longer. And then one day I basically um well i won't get too much into it but i'll just paraphrase by saying i don't think COVID came from a bat dog <laughs> i don't even know what the hell a bat dog is mm-hmm. well, um you violated our community guidelines my podcast the option podcast got taken down to handle my ny varsity thing got restricted i retreated the youtube same thing this one this got flagged for shocking content and i'm like i'm talking about volleyball what the hell shot you know and and, and then Look, that and now if I'm thinking from a negative light, that mm-hmm. would be fate or the gods telling me that I should, do, I shouldn't, I should just quit. You kept, you you, you know, or, telling or, you, or stay in your lane, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or stay in your lane mm-hmm. that or it could be telling me this, two, this harder. two shall pass.
1: You got to work harder.
0: Yeah, this too. Uh, Wendy Jones is really good at that because uh, when I when I went through this, I was so disappointed because Look, we, talk, we're, we're, we can tell a similar story only in this regard. I'm from a different country, too. I'm mm-hmm. from Brooklyn. Okay? I'm from Brooklyn, New York. That is a different planet.
1: I mean, right? you guys, every state here is a different country, I feel like. Because but you, so can here, you, can so to, you can go to New York. It's different But this ain't, like, this ain't
0: like a, California, <laughs> South Bay. New York, you can go to Flatbush Avenue and think you're in Jamaica. All right. You could go to South Brooklyn and think you're in Poland. You can go to Brighton Beach and think you're 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 in Russia. That's nice. And you, you can go to Bensonhurst and think you're a freaking Cuisine or Guiana <laughs> or, or or Italian. So I come here. Fifteen, almost twenty years coaching experience. Already, you know, played for like two teams that won nationals three times. You know, I set for. I didn't go to nationals, but I set for them and helped them to regionals. Mm-hmm. So I already came a gr- a good player, a good coach. And a good commentator had to start over here, Mm -hmm. had to start over. So imagine you starting over and then you build this thing, this snowball getting bigger Mm -hmm. as it goes down the hill, bigger, bigger, bigger. And then someone takes it away. Mm -hmm. Right. You have the number one podcast in the sport. You're the number one podcast in the sport. And all of a sudden you lose your view. You lose 60% of your viewership. Mm -hmm. That could have been fate telling me that. Nobody cares what I have to say. I don't have a blue check next to my name. Go 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 back to coaching kids or go back to coaching D three mm-hmm. or, or D one, you know, with John Mayer, yeah. LMU. Um, so it's telling you, it's sending you a message, but you ain't gotta listen to it. Yeah. You ain't gotta listen. Tell how how who the who the hell does fate or who the hell is a New Yorker like me, or who the hell is a South Bay? Who the hell is anyone, this is even your father, to tell you what what your next move is. So who the they, hell who the hell do they think they are
1: so that's where cultural differences come so uh, let me let me let me actually teach you something about uh, Moroccan culture and maybe muslim com- culture in general um we have a saying called uh or my that means it's written or not written so for example when i was injured and um we had the olympic qualifier mm-hmm. and i did training the team i remember i couldn't lift my arm but i was still training and i still wanted to play and, the, and my partner wanted me to play and her former partner wanted me to play The federation was like no it's too big of a risk and it was i was definitely not ready
0: they were saving you from yourself yeah okay but
1: it's the olympic qualifier i've been like working so hard for this you know for the last three years that's what i was training with leandro like i applied for my uh, athlete visa to be here and train for that so it was rough and i still went with them there um and the girls lost in the semi-final to kenya who ended up qualifying to the olympics and they lost 15 13 in the golden set so that's like there's no worse way to To lose than that, because that you means get all the
0: way to the end and yeah, it was, and, it, a, and it can only be one.
1: Yeah, and it's the continental cup, so I don't know if you watch. Right. You know, the first the first team of a country played the second team, and then mix, and then so it was one one, and then our first team played uh, their first team and lost 15 13. So it was physically physically, emotionally, everything drained. I remember dropping and crying, even though I wasn't even playing. So I can't even imagine how they felt. But that's what people were saying. Oh, tips, sh- it was not written. So that's how, like, I guess we. We deal with stuff in our culture um so that's very different than what you're saying so for us yeah exactly so me not going to the world championship this summer people were like well then it wasn't written and it's like i'm like yeah but at the same time so like that's what happened to me i spent three years in like i missed three seasons in a row including the olympic qualifier Mm. um because of an injury and my injury was really bad like to be honest my osteopath in morocco doesn't know me for 15 years right didn't tell me how bad i had a frozen shoulder on top of everything else that had happened so i had the head of my humerus was out of access. Every tendon was hypertended, almost torn, and then I was stuck here with uh, uh, because of COVID, so I didn't see a doctor, and I had a nerve pinch and st- started having a frozen shoulder. So when I started my rehab, I couldn't even lower my scapula. It was bad. My osteopath didn't tell me anything for four months. When I asked her, I was like, "Is it a frozen shoulder?" She said no to me because she knew that I would just completely spiral down. Because for me, that was like a frozen shoulder is usually end of a high like high-level career it's it's over um so i went to the went to pt like every week oh my god it was it was rough for a whole year and a half in morocco leaving everything here like my stuff was here my you know so it was rough uh i went it's like
0: so, we're selling her stuff look well, no, like, <laughs> like she, went... she ain't gonna be needing them sneakers no more
1: <laughs> <laughs> no like, and that's the thing i was i was uh living with my ex uh, at the time and then we broke up while i was there so all my stuff was in storage unit and I, I left with a suitcase for two months i ended up staying a year and a half so that was like yeah it definitely like that changed my life honestly it changed my life completely um but uh then i came back and i didn't Think I would ever come back because like it was so bad. I was like, there's no way this shoulder is going to be able to play. And again, since last year, like even last year I was training, it was still hurt uh until the summer where i actually got back to 95%. But um all of that, and then I ended up playing the African Championship. And I so I, I come here to train for a month, and I'm supposed to also play the World Tour, the Chandra in Morocco. Okay. Fun story, I ended up playing Corinne and Sarah, which Corinne is one of my
0: yeah, best uh, friends
1: here. And I was like, really? Actually, <laughs> you, you wanted to come to Morocco? On, I saw that
0: on the BVB, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm like, what? And you play me? But anyway. Yeah,
0: Hermosa um, Beach champs, guys.
1: Yeah, I know. I was so proud um, of them. So yeah. proud. I'm so mad I admit, missed it. I watched it from Morocco, but I, I, I wish I was here. I was not
0: coaching. <laughs> I, sat, I set up my tent and um, Randy Stoklas, me and Stoklas set up a, a little tent behind mm-hmm. court too. I brought the King of the Beach chairs for him and mm-hmm. I know, I didn't have to work. I, I, and and I did what everyone likes me to do. I I, I set up a camera, just a camera, and put it on YouTube because that's yes. that's what these people here consider me famous for. They 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 no idea on my story, but but yes, yes congratulations yeah. to Sarah. But <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: but then anyway, so so I play, we win the African Championship, and let me tell you, I was like. It, I was in so much pain that competition because my shoulder was not ready to compete. It was ready to start training again, not to go straight and compete. I was blocked from the neck to my shoulder to the point where I almost uh, rented a car to go through the night go see my osteopath in the north America, which is seven hours away from where we were competing, and come back the next day. Like, that's how, like, in pain I was. I was like, I can't play.
0: Well, that that trip itself would have made it worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, right? exactly. That's what, that's what the, my partner said. Try sitting said.
0: in one spot for seven hours. Yeah. That's one way. You still got to go seven hours back.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's one way. So, but that's how in pain I was. And we end up winning the African Championship. And we're like, we're going to the World Championship. And I was supposed to go last year, too. And I ended up not being able to uh, in Rome. So we're like, oh, okay, we qualify. We're going to go in one year. Like, so happy. I'm like, okay. So this whole rehab for, like, so long and being injured for so long and all of that it's okay now i i I paid my dues like forward now i'm going to the world championship finally and then i didn't go and i'm like okay so like what is it it's like i get a little glimpse of what i can't have and then it's just and then life is like no just kidding (laughs) and it's like that's that's why it's like it's always like this i feel like it's like a little bit and then no then it gets worse so that's why can you
0: appreciate why and this is I doubled down on what I said. Who the hell do they think they are? You know why? Because the same people that tell you what happened to you is written, it was written right are the same ones that would say it was written if you went to the championships and won? They gonna yeah, the, yeah, yeah, they're gonna give you they're gonna give oh it was fate. they're gonna give you the same oh, yeah religious religiously but accepted but, yeah, but, but intellectual like lazy too. line uh, um, <laughs> that you 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 have have not accepted you yeah. didn't accept that I don't because yeah, they would have gave that. you the same line you could have you could have went there and, and went through that small little window and, and maybe played the, the best ball of your career and those same People will say it is written or it's no fake. they'd be proud it in morocco because
1: in morocco we're very proud but they of our will national also teams. say
0: it was written which is why they, is might. they might but it's a religious thing it is li- i don't
1: know it's like religious
0: it's, look yeah. i'm look i grew up pentecostal i grew up fire and brimstone christian all right mm-hmm. like my minister said if you don't know if you're going to heaven or hell you're going to hell <laughs> so i i do appreciate the, the dedication mm-hmm. and the tenets that come from scripture and how scripture comes into play mm-hmm. but i will i will not allow any religion that judaism uh islam or or whatever to to take to um to say i told you so when you fail and to say it was prophesied when you succeed it is intellectually lazy they
1: usually say that when like if something doesn't go your way if it does like to be honest and that's Mm -hmm. one thing that i think moroccan's like I haven't seen a lot of countries do that. They are right. so proud of national athletes. And that's the thing. When yeah, I grew up, when yeah, I grew up are. there, yeah. But, Dude, I've like, been. I told you, much I've more than been here. There. I feel like, yeah. I'm like, mixed
0: military. I've been there.
1: Yeah, because I see like some Olympians here, and I mean, they're famous here in the South Bay, but for the rest of the country, man, in Morocco, even if I don't know anything about my sport, if you say national team, they're like, oh my god, like, like right away, it's like they want to treat you like a princess. Um, I grew up there, and in high school. I mean, my teacher will be like, oh, yeah, sports doesn't, is not going to take you far. But right. then my friends will be like, "It." it I had a mix. It's either, well, Nora, I think you're wasting your time with sports. Or like, wow, that's so cool that you do those sports. But then now when I go to Morocco and, and I can be in any like public space and I see somebody that I uh, I used to go to school with, when they ask me what I do and I say, well, I actually play pro beach volleyball. And they're like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, I train in California and I but play for Morocco. No, it's uh they're like what you play for morocco i'm like yeah and then we actually won the african championship like oh my god oh and they get god. so can excited can i take a picture with and then, you well maybe not but actually sometimes but they'll like follow me on instagram and they want to know when the next competition they want to come watch like Moroccans are so proud of anything that Moroccans can like achieve they're also very hard on you when you lose though <laughs> but um good yeah, well, no, because we they, they gotta understand also, like, no,
0: but some... they, we ain't talking about twelve-year-olds where you tell them it's just how you, it's not whether you. No, I mean lose. as a
1: country, like if you like like if you don't especially us now that we won gold medals soviet
0: union was if like we that. get
1: silver medal it's Ru- not good enough <laughs> the soviet
0: union and russia was like that yeah. okay japan was like that yeah. people were stabbing themselves with swords when they failed so yeah, yeah. look yeah true. over an athletic sport so <laughs> yeah
1: but you know, uh yeah you know. Moroccans are very very proud and it's nice to see like yeah it's nice to have a community behind but you're you
0: right. you're right about some things like look a few months, a, a, a year and a half ago, Sharif and Ahmed came to the South to scrimmage, Char mm-hmm. and Trevor, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And I know, Sharif decides to come here when I'm not nobody,
0: here. No, but nobody, nobody, <laughs> I know, right? We no, haven't but, seen
1: each other since, I think, I'm, there but were Af- in fact, let Arabic me sh- championship in like fact, let's like go to camera. Ago. Let's
0: go to camera too. I'm going to show you the video. Okay. Not because I think, you know, anybody can be taught, but it obviously... How many people are no. there?
1: Uh, Four, five, the coach?
0: That's it, right? Yeah. Now this is... is Crazy, like mm-hmm. in Qatar. If someone knew Ahmed and um, even even if they knew Ahmed and Sharif were playing a scrimmage game, mm-hmm. they're pa- they're there. They're packing yeah. it, and yeah. here they are in the South Bay playing. Pro- uh, who I thought at the time at the time was the best team in America, uh, um, and people are just walking by south like, Bay oh, that's,
1: Trevor. Oh, that's Trevor. yeah it, they're used to it here wow which but who, is the, who like... are the
0: black guys you know <laughs> but yeah it's uh I'm like yeah. if you only knew they want a bronze they want well, to they, 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 they're yeah. on the podium you mm. got to see that podcast That was that was it was yeah. a lot of fun look are uh, oh, like you gonna get you ain't gonna get Ahmed to talk a lot right he, he's I don't a, know he's have, an introvert so I've
1: never met him actually uh, I do understand he's introverted though I okay. do
0: understand he's not um he's not a, no, that much of a talker and and, and I get that. That's a type studio. of person and I get that too.
1: Hair, like <whistles> oh, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> I
0: I got two more questions before okay. you get out Go of ahead. here. Uh, before we get out of here. Um give me one thing cuz I've asked all my guests this and you're a volleyball player be vo- be podcast my practice not to ask. Give me one thing in which you you feel like you've shown significant improvement the last 12 months.
1: In the last 12 months
0: yes like a year <laughs> it could be from the neck down it could be skill right mm-hmm. or it could be snips, whatever demons from the well, neck up you i'd conquer. have to say
1: if it's a in the last year i have to say health like my taking care of my shoulder and all that and it took you, so you much great. it took so much like patience and like discipline because yeah. my shoulder will hurt if i don't eat well. If I don't sleep well, my shoulder will hurt. My shoulder no. will, like. And your body cooperates forget. when you yeah. take care of that. Look at exactly. look
0: at look at you right now. You could fight crime right now. You're in, <laughs> in crime-fighting shape.
1: I definitely gained. Yeah, and I don't like it actually. Guys, look, yeah.
0: look at this. Let me put the camera back on me. No, don't. All right. Kick the bad guys behind. Save the guy. The world, for America. This is Nora Darha.
1: <laughs> no, but that's actually how I get injured because I used to never lift in my upper body because I'll take like. Mm-hmm. It was show really fast. And that's how I got injured because I wasn't strong enough and I was a liberal and indoor, so I wasn't right. hitting. But yeah, just health. And if, if we were talking about the last two years, I'd say mental toughness because uh, I had to go through so much. But uh, mm. if, the, if it's just the last year, just, yeah, taking care of my health more.
0: Okay, now second question is, give me one thing between now and, let's say April, that you'd like to get a little bit better at. Again, it could be, game or it could be approached to a game give me one thing that you want to do you, you want to do a little bit better we're not talking two. like in a four month period you ain't trying to you ain't trying to um change the world right mm-hmm. you can't do that in four months but give me something that you would like to to get a little bit better at
1: i have two i have one for myself and one for my team slash country uh the one for myself i'm goofy footed <clears throat> and it has created a lot of problems including probably my shoulder problem to be honest I'll, if i um, i'll
0: bet a hundred Look, I've yeah. been coaching for 25 years at every at every level, indoor and outdoor, and yeah.
1: Yeah, and I had switched it last year, actually, after, like, practicing really hard, and then I end up not playing that much this summer, and it came back, and I'm really frustrated about that, so I've been, like, training with our coaches, too, uh, on, the, on the side to really, really force my, my body and my brain to go left, right, left, instead of right, left, right.
0: <laughs> it's going to be the most difficult thing you've ever done, because <laughs> it is, it's not, it's oh, not something God. that they caught you. At a kid, mm, where, no where no, you're like exactly. the kid, the learning curve is easier as opposed to you tearing down and rebuilding. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you had shoulder pain is because your height um, doesn't allow you to deal with the lack of range, mm-hmm. right? Like Phil's a goofy exactly, foot. Exactly. Exactly. Phil's a goofy foot. No problem. Exactly. He's, he's, he's got. He's got. He's he's there up there. But I got to use um, everything I have. I can't. <laughs> uh, Lion King. Yeah. From Latvia. Mm-hmm. long time goofy mm-hmm. foot i think he fixed his steps a bit. and i know and i got away um, from
1: many years because people would tell me tina oh, that person also is goofy footed you're fine i'm like oh yeah i'm yeah, fine but all but of then the I'm people the, all of the
0: examples that you, they gave you that were goofy foots were and all all height. yeah none of them were full-time defenders all of them were full-time blockers. exactly tina so, verdina right she mm-hmm. played for the bronze latvia mm-hmm.
1: she's oh a goofy i know foot. tina yeah, yeah. Um, Karj
0: who karch who's who's basically god started his indoor career Mm -hmm. jumping just with both feet. So sometimes he would jump, he would goofy foot, and then sometimes he'd jump, it would be traditional. But when when he went back to the beach, Almost every jump was a goofy foot yeah. so, and, and this and this basically is God. This mm-hmm. is who we Americans consider the best to ever play. Mm-hmm. Indoor or beach, mm-hmm. right? You got three gold medals. They can all kick rocks. And that's
1: what people will mm-hmm. give me examples of people that are goofy footed. I'll be like, oh, I'm fine. But no, I actually hit yeah. much better. And uh, it's actually
0: mm-hmm. so
1: DJ made a comment. Uh, I, I post some of the I've asked. I've been asked by American players to post some practices, mm-hmm. some yeah. lifts, like some DJ's workout e- exercises et cetera, me some DJ that I do um and so i do and then i was already actually working on the fact that i'm goofy-footed but when i'm in a group practice especially then i'm definitely goofy-footed because i can't think about that but when i'm training by myself or with a coach and another person then i really pay attention and i posted something of a group training and he's like if you fix your approach you'll be much more powerful and i was like funny because i'm actually just working on it and and then but because he said it to me it like emphasized it not, emphasizes it and emphasizes yeah. it and then now i'm like okay i really need to focus on it um, so that, yeah, that's, that's the, the main thing right now I'm working on. I'm
0: going to, I'm going to tell you something as a coach that's, other coaches are going to disagree with me, but, but if they have a problem, they have my name, they have my number, come see me. If you want to fix your goofy foot, 75% of your repetitions have to be on the hard surface.
1: Oh, like my not, knees are not going to like that. I'm, gen- I'm not talking so, about this,
0: uh, going hundred percent. I'm yeah. talking operating at a 60% mm-hmm. jump, 50% power you know, like a spin of the defender type thing, and allow your technique to get stronger mm-hmm. on its own. You, so, yeah. um, you have to do it, you have to do 75% of it on a hard surface, because if you train your legs to slog the, 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 the traditional approach, the approach through the sand, you're only training your legs to slog through the sand. No, but that's, you that's need the the, th- this is why track and field, when you went and did track and field and came back, you you were on, any, any team you played on, you were the best conditioned athlete mm-hmm. because the muscle manipulation of going back and forth, I don't care about what you guys, are, uh, what doctors, uh, you guys, are, what sa- studies you are citing, kiss my behind, this works, okay? Because the real scientists are the coaches. All right,
1: but, but the fun part is that I, when I do my power matrix, I go left, right, left. So th- right. that's 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 why it's stupid for me to be goofy footed because I refuse in the gym to be goofy footed. So right. when I do my power matrix, it's left, right, left.
0: Oh, so you are doing seventy five percent of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I like I am doing what I Don't can. Don't mess with
0: me, real for no, real.
1: No, no. In the gym, I do. I go the the right way, and that's why I jump higher too when I go left, right, left. But yeah. uh, it's just on. Like I had because I had fixed it last year. Right. Before that, probably I was probably doing my plyometrics. I mean, right,
0: right it, left, and right, It escaped you a lot of years. You played libero, right? At Saint Andrews, you yeah. played libero at um. In the and the Mont- Montpellier. Montpellier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Montpellier. <Piore>. Montpellier.
0: Montpellier. <laughs> Pure <laughs> <Piore>. Americans. <laughs> um, yeah, and
1: then I played the, with the national team actually when I was injured my shoulder. I played indoor again in Morocco. Oh. Oh, shit shut the front uh, which was nice. rough on my body let me tell you after four years of not playing indoor even Ooh, just as a liberal oh
0: my god let me switch this to Lumiki because we are going to do the lightning rounds what's that? 60 seconds I'm asking you quick questions oh wait I didn't say and the
1: second thing I want to no it's
0: just one you don't get oh, to okay no because so no, two or more you're, 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 you're the other
1: one's not for me no
0: but two or more you're suffering from paralysis through analysis but the, the second one was in relation to your country so finish that
1: um we're playing fours because I don't know if you know that but now the games right. so African games African beach games I think Pan American games too right except the Olympic games so world beach games as well or four versus four on the sand and we did that for the first time in Africa this summer and we won um and I was a setter but right. I set like a hand like an indoor hand setter because I'm not a hand setter on the beach I'm bum setter and I'm pretty good egg I think so I never felt the need to handset so now I've been working a lot on hand setting to be able to handset in fours which is very different than handsetting in beach because you'll start at the net so it's and i've i don't know it's not it's not, hand setting has never been really my thing so that's the thing i'm trying to like really focus on just to be able to compete uh, hands all Morocco. the time
0: and you know what hand setting is like push-ups the only way to get better at it is to do it
1: that's what i do i'm I'm, <laughs> in,
0: I'm 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 a go war vet all the men in my family served, and my drill sergeant. You nice. know, I'm, I can only do like 20 push-ups. When you need, push-up you need 42 push-up. to pass the test, and oh. you need 82 to max out. Okay. For the two-minute test, and mm-hmm. and me, like everyone can pass the test, but you want to get that 100 points to mm-hmm. feel like a man, cause that's, mm-hmm. because that's because because even in Brooklyn, <laughs> we are, are okay. Morocco's not the only place where they have where we're, 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 we're <laughs> yeah we're, we're testosterone induced. So. <laughs> And he said he said, what's he said, private debate, what's the best way to get better at push ups? I was like, to do push ups, Jewel <laughs> Sargent. Oh, <Ow>. goddamn standing. <laughs> nice. All right, so let me set up my clock. Um, let's hope I can set up my clock. Oh, there it is. There's our minute. Sixty seconds. Okay. This is the lightning round. Let's Are you it. ready? Buckle up. And let's start. Um, favorite comedian.
1: Uh get that Money. More I can French. Nice.
0: Last good book you read?
1: Relentless. <laughs> it's a toughness. Nice.
0: Like the relentless Jess. Um, last good movie you watched? Sure, I don't watch.
1: Ooh, challenging. I don't have. I don't watch a lot of movies. All right,
0: let's skip that. Yeah. Marvel or DC? Neither. Good. Pool or beach?
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Pool or beach? Beach. Oh, beach all the way. Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Bourbon, vodka, or tequila?
1: Neither a Muslim.
0: There you go. <laughs> favorite sport outside of volleyball.
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, surfing.
0: Nice. Favorite action film star growing up.
1: Uh, Will Smith. I, that's not I sure. like that. Yeah. yeah. But,
0: um, Is it an actual star. I'm not good yeah. at it for movies. Independence Day. That. Yeah. Um, favorite conspiracy rabbit holes. Do you have one? Like, uh, for example, mine's the JFK assassination. And there goes the horn.
1: <laughs> Times up. Yeah, no, I don't. I wouldn't know. I'm not American enough, but no, I'm kidding. It's true. <laughs> we no. don't have conspiracies really. No, know where I come. Morocco, Morocco? Morocco's
0: you got no. Can't, time. You can't. Really but Moroccans ain't got no time to be to, to yeah, be contemplating yeah. who who done it 50 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> dude? I got today. What the yeah, hell is wrong go with y'all? Yeah, we gotta
1: live. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we gotta live.
0: Cool. Wait. Um. So we're at, we're gonna get out of here. Let's give someone a quick uh, um like an Insta or. Uh, website, people oh. want to know more about Nora Darhar. Anybody <laughs> want to contribute to this woman's financing to to her road to Paris? I oh, mean, that'd be great. <laughs> dude, she already speaks French. Come on, she could take you with her.
1: French, Moroccan, Arabic, Spanish, yeah. English, ish. <laughs> My own English, <laughs> yep.
0: Spanish, <Yeah>. English, Brooklynese, <laughs> Brooklynese. <laughs> So good.
1: ahead. Uh, but yeah, my uh, yeah, my Instagram is my last name, which is uh, very hard to spell for a New American. D a r r h a r Nora Nore. So that's okay. my Instagram.
0: <laughs> that's it. All right, yep. cool. All right. All right. So guys, Nora might like you, but I don't like any of you guys. In fact, <laughs> I can't stand any of you. So for all of you at home, for all of you on your iPad or iPhone for all of you on your desktop, who runs the world, baby? Old school, old school. For Nora, da, ha, da, ha, da, ha. ha, I'm Jason Debelius. Go ahead.
1: You got to try to say it in Arabic. Say it. Dr-ghar. Dr-ghar.
0: Dr-ghar.
1: <laughs> oh, Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, Okay. I got a native. No bad, no
0: bad. Hey, for Noor, this is Jason. I'm going to hit my music. Stay with me. We are out of here. Come check out the Option Podcast on OptionDB.com. It's also available on iTunes and Spotify and on YouTube under the NY Varsity Sports handle. You're going to love what you hear.